Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelove Live. I'm Geraldine. I hope you have had a fabulous week or so because I certainly have. And here in Australia, it is, uh, we've just gone into summertime. So woohoo, it's beautiful. <laughs> and today I'm back with some more of the must do things that truly have the ability to change your life from ordinary to extraordinary. This is a part of a quick three-show series that I'm calling Small Steps to Massive Results. But before we get into this, I just have to share with you <laughs> my excitement about heading into the Christmas season. I love everything to do with Christmas. Yep. And I try to extend the excitement and fun in as many ways as I possibly can. Yes, I'm one of those crazy people who actually love the preparation. I love the shopping and the decorations and the preparing of the menu and the baking. <laughs> I know. Yes, I did say crazy. But now that December has rolled around, I, I feel I have full permission to get started and enjoy. And um, believe me, I've, I've crammed everything into this week. So by the, uh, this coming weekend, I'm ready to go. Yes, <laughs> with everything. So why am I sharing this with you and what's it got to do with today's show? Well, lots actually, because, you know, doing what we love and loving what we do is such an important part of creating massive positive results in our lives. And any chance we get to do this, I suggest you grab hold of it with both hands and run with it in every possible way. <laughs> yes. So if you love the season that's upon us, then go for it. And don't be put off by others telling you that it's oh, just all too hard and it's too expensive and it's tiring and, you know, everything. Because really, simplicity is the key to making anything a success. Just load up all your preparations with tons of uh, loving energy and you'll be amazed at how your Christmas flows with ease. I promise it will, yes. So what are we going to do today? Well, as I said earlier, I'm going to share with you my next three small steps to massive results. And these are the steps that have created uh, really, truly incredible and fabulous results in my life. I know, and I think I mentioned this in the last show, that you may have heard much of this before, but I would hope that you may hear a little bit of magic 
in the way I've put these steps into action. You never know. You may even have a little aha moment during the show today. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, it just takes hearing things in a different way, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Or maybe listening from uh, a new perspective for things to fall into place. A A moment... Um, when you allow your heart the freedom to fly into realms you've never experienced before. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? Woo-hoo! Well, it's true. Believe me, it is ever so true. Um, so today, with each step, the same as I did last time, I'll explain why we need to do this and then how we carry it out on um, a daily basis in our lives. Okay? Sound good? Fabulous. Well, the first one I'm going to cover today is number one must always remain number one. Hmm, wonder what that means. I'll tell you a bit later on. The second one I'm going to do is pretty self-explanatory, doing what you love and loving what you do. And the third one today is keep your dream a secret. Hmm, that's an interesting one too. But let's begin with our reading for this week. And uh, the cards I've chosen again are from my brand new Alchemy for Now transformational cards. Oh, these cards are just great. The energy in, in them is fantastic. And you'll find the pics of these cards on my show page. So, um, these little cards bring ancient alchemy right up into the modern day world. What's alchemy? Well, it's simply the art of transformation. It's got nothing to do with uh, witchcraft or, um, I don't know, anything that sounds, you know, a bit scary. No, it's simply about you transforming whatever part of your life you want to transform. If you're wanting to uh, change your health or your financial situation or your relationships or whatever, these cards can help you do just that. So what I suggest you do, you can either uh, whiz over to my website at www.geraldinetegelove and Tegelove is spelled T-E-G-G-E-L. O-V-E dot com, or you can come here to Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T, and find my show page, Geraldine Tegelove Live, and click on the Alchemy card link provided, and that will take you where you can have a, a really close look at these gorgeous little cards, then there's 40 in the pack. So the first card for today that came out was, num- was uh, the egg, Keeping Dreams Safe. I'm always blown away by the cards that come out (laughs) for a particular show. So the egg was highly symbolic in the world of alchemy. To the ancient alchemist, it was not only seen as the vessel from which new life entered into this world, but more importantly, the vessel which enabled transformation to take place. You know, the chicken in the egg, yeah. The egg symbolized all the sealed vessels used by the alchemists in the laboratory to enable some form of transformation. In fact, the insulated box used during the process of fermentation was called 
the house of the chick. The alchemists were well known for using a secret coded language to communicate with fellow alchemists, and the references to eggs and the hatching of birds were quite common. This way of communicating kept their processes safe from the prying eyes of those who felt threatened by the teachings of the Emerald Tablet. So, what does this mean for you in your life? Well, for you as the modern-day alchemist, your personal transformation is also something that is best kept close to your heart and not shared with those who may be challenged by change. Watching you empower yourself and manifest your dreams in extraordinary ways can be quite threatening to those who do not have the same level of courage and commitment. Jealousy can very quickly raise its head and the put-downs come flying towards you. For this reason, it is much safer to hold the energy of your dream and the inner transformative work that you are doing to make this a reality close to your heart and only share it with those who support your journey. Big message in this one for today. Okay, so practicing this, choose your friends carefully. In your imagination, create your own eggshell around you for protection. Okay, so that's the first reading for today. Now, the second card is the card of called Copper, and it's about feelings of the heart. Copper is the metal associated with the planet Venus and is symbolized by a circle over a cross. It represents harmony and beauty as it burns with a beautiful uh, blue-green flame with flashes of color uh, red and is a sea-green color when melted. The ancient alchemists loved working with copper as it easily combined with and helped to balance the energy in other metals. In fact, the alchemists saw copper as bringing uh, the feminine energy into the transformative process. It helped to marry the masculine and the feminine to form a beautiful balance within the work. Not surprising, then, that the copper chakra is that of the heart and is associated with feelings and touch. So for you as the modern-day alchemist, this beautiful symbol is reminding you of the importance of connecting to the feelings of your heart. In all the decisions you make today, take a moment to stop and reflect on whether you are being guided by your head or your heart. Now, this is really important. Sometimes this can be quite difficult to do. But by allowing your heart to be your guide, life will unfold in so many beautiful and unexpected ways. Your heart knows exactly what you need. As you connect lovingly to its message, you will feel that magical sea green energy of harmony and balance flowing through every tiny cell of your body. To embrace the amazing alchemist that is within you, all you need to do is let go of the questions and the doubt and the anxiety running through your mind and totally trust in the process. 
You are magnificent. So, great ways to help you do this are copper bracelets. They're a wonderful healing tool. Or just meditate on the energy of copper flowing through your body. A copper coin in a vase, remember, will keep flowers fresh, so it will help you as well. Okay, we're going to break, but after the break, I'm going to get straight into those three little magical steps that are going to help us create massive change. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Researchers report that most people living in the slimmest cities in the United States said that they exercise on a regular basis and eat healthy, low-calorie foods. They also frequently eat fruit and vegetables. In fact, half or more of the residents in all the least obese cities report exercising for at least 30 minutes, three or more days a week. That's in sharp contrast to the nation's 10 most obese cities, where in all but one, less than half of the residents report exercising that much. Smoking rates were also lower than the national average in all of the least obese metropolitan areas. So regardless of where you live, keep those healthy habits of daily exercise and low-calorie eating to stay slim and healthy. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook. Man cannot live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids, his dogs love it too. Last night I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live, and today... We are chatting about some very small steps that have the ability to bring about massive change in your life. Woohoo! And what a great time to be thinking about this before we jump into the new year. Um, but I guarantee you, if you put some of these steps into place, you know, and think about them and decide which ones you're going to grab hold of, 2017 could be a mighty fine year for you. Every successful person will tell you that it wasn't necessarily one, you know, huge, great, gigantic leap that got them experiencing success. But more often than not, it was those small steps that they took on a daily basis. 
which ensured the creation of the dream. I I know you understand this. I I can certainly say from personal experience that without my daily list of must-dos and making sure that I had completed those steps, I wouldn't be enjoying the life I have today. Uh, I totally believe that. Last week we covered be real about your reality, allow yourself a pity party, and stop holding on so you move along. Hope you've taken on board what or which one felt right for you and have already put some of the advice into practice in your life. Remember, it's the action that makes the difference between things happening and things, yeah, not happening. (laughs) So now let's get on with my fourth small step to bring about massive change. Now, as I did in the previous show, and I explained to you earlier, I'll explain what each step means and then give you fabulous ways to get this happening in your life. So remember the first one I mentioned in the, you know, previous segment, number one must always remain number one. So what do I mean by this? Well, This means that you are number one in your life. And by putting yourself first in all that you do, you are actually serving the world in the best way possible. Yeah, and I know many will say that this is a very selfish way to live life. And I'll answer, yeah, that it is vital for each of us to become selfish. We are so good at putting others first and not really focusing on what we need to live happy, healthy lives. And I know we often just do things because other people want us to do it. We, you know, we can't say no when we really need to say no. And then we beat ourselves up about it, all those sorts of things. And I'll agree that it is wonderful to be of service to others. But unless we first serve self, we will never really find the happiness and success we're longing to experience. So why is it so important for us to understand that number one must always remain number one? Well, I'm going to give you three fabulous reasons why this is so important, okay? And that'll help you to... Um, I guess, get a grip on what I mean by this. You know, the truth is, if we don't, if we don't put number one first, then nobody else will do it either. Why? Because it's universal law at work. What we vibrate to the world, we get back multiplied. The simple truth, we cannot possibly love others until we learn to love ourselves. Yeah. And I'm sure we all know of those wonderful souls who never seem to have friends or always seem to be bullied or seem to be first in line in the line of fire when insults are being handed out. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And and it may even be you, okay? It's sad but true that If we radiate low self-esteem and a lack of self-love, this is what usually comes back to us. Well, not usually. It just comes back to us, okay? It's the law. 
people see us as targets for their own insecurities and bombard us with all they wish to get rid of. And we wonder why this is happening and eventually put ourselves further and further into a negative space where we think and feel that uh, the whole world no longer loves us and we drown in self-pity and self-loathing rather than self-love. A pretty good reason why it is essential to put our own well-being as number one in our life. Absolute essential. Now, the next reason is that once we begin to always make ourselves number one, is that we begin to live our gift. What does this mean? Well, we all have inside of us secret longings of what we want to accomplish in this life. And we certainly don't want to be that person who's, you know, lying on the deathbed wishing that they had only done something about it whilst they could. Not fulfilling your dreams and desires rather than everybody else's is nearly always a lack of self-love or putting our needs, our own needs, um, or, or should I say not putting our our own needs before even anything else. And I'm going to talk about this more later in today's show. And the third reason, and this is a big one, lack of self-love is also the reason for many illnesses that occur in people's lives. Okay? It just drains our energy and lowers our immune system. And finally eats away at ourselves, causing disease. Now, is that the way you want to go? I don't think so. Now, if none of the other reasons I've given you seem big enough, then this one probably carries enough weight to move us towards putting ourselves at number one in our lives. Mm, Very, very important. Okay, now, Maybe it's time for some fabulous ways to put ourselves first and put our lives on the road to massive positive results. Uh, And I found this one really difficult. This was really challenging for me because, you know, we'd been brought up saying that we just had to serve others and we had to put everyone else before ours and, you know, on and on it went. Okay, so let's have a look at a few ways. The first one is you have to stop trying to impress those around you. Giving up trying to be perfect at everything and and just be the best version of you that you can be. I think this started way back when I was a little girl with me. It seemed that the only way to get attention was by being really good at things. So that's when I set in place a pattern for the future that truly became a huge burden. It was bad enough when I was a teenager and a young adult, but once I got married, well, oh my goodness, the rot really set in. (laughs) I was trying so hard to be the perfect wife and the perfect mother and the perfect music teacher, the perfect chef, and on and on it went. And the silly part was that once I gave up trying to be perfect and impress others, I actually began to enjoy everything so much more than before. And things began to flow so easily and effortlessly. And you know what? I was perfect at all those things. Just perfect in my own unique way, 
Yeah. Okay. Next way to get this process of putting number one first is saying no when you want to say no and yes when you want to say yes. In other words, speaking your truth to yourself and others. And part of this is being able to say no and yes when it suits you. Now, this is really willpower 101. Yeah. How many times do you say yes to something and then you go away and beat up on yourself for saying yes? Because you knew in your heart that you really wanted to say no. And how many times have you given an opportunity or have been given an opportunity, I should say, to say yes to something, but you were too scared of whether or not you could accomplish it. So you ended up saying no when you really could have. Next one, take time out to put balance in your life. Um, You know, I used to take time out, and sometimes I still do, only when my body yells stop. And finally, I've learned to start loving myself enough and being brave enough that when I really needed, we call it a mental health day here, uh, to be brave enough to ring the office or whatever and say, honestly, I'm not coming in today because I need to take a rest. And I know if I don't, I could quite easily be away for several days. Now, another one, and this one is so much fun. Kiss goodbye to the guilt and give yourself permission to eat yummy things at least once a week. Yes, at least once a week. A big bowl of ice cream. I don't care what it is, but give yourself a treat. And the last one, but the most important one, is forgiveness. Understanding that forgiving others is the ultimate in loving yourself. Why? Because it's when we stop carrying around all the baggage that ties us to yesterday that our world becomes a more beautiful and loving world. It's like, you know, a noose around our necks or a huge bag on our backs when we're carrying all this stuff. And you know what happens with those, don't you? Yeah. When you forgive, believe me, the colors seem brighter, the air seems lighter, and your heart grows bigger and warmer. And this is when your dreams come rushing towards you at breakneck speed. Because why? Dreams love a lighter, more positive, happier, and, yeah, a more forgiving nature. So this is really, really important. And this step is one that you, uh, I would love for everyone to grab hold of and run with. Now, we are coming into our next break. And I'm looking at what I've got to get through today. And I think I better move it. (laughs) But after this break, we will get into the next step uh, or the next two steps for, you know, massive change. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglove will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. By the time this show is over, you'll blink at least 30 times. The average person normally blinks about 20 times per minute or 17,000 times a day. 
A faster rate usually indicates anxiety or emotional stress. What's the word for someone who blinks a lot? A squint of FIGO. FBI agents have identified a specific type of blink that they directly associate with gamer staying. That's a person who tends toward deception and fraud. Attorneys, also known as pedophoggers, look for blinking when they have people on the stand. The eyelash flutter means they really do not like the question at all. Women blink more than men, but when a man blinks at a woman, he always appreciates a wink back. What's another word for flirting? Hazelkoo. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's Marching Day You really only need two tools in life, duct tape and WD-40. If it's not stuck and it's supposed to be, duct tape it. If it's stuck and it's not supposed to be, WD-40 it. But do you know how WD-40 originated? In 1953, a struggling chemical company in San Diego, California, were asked by Convair, an aerospace contractor, to create a rust prevention solvent to protect the outer skin of the Atlas missile from corrosion. It took them 40 attempts to come up with the winning formula, and hence, WD-40 was invented. The WD stands for Water Displacement. It seems that cacorophobia, or the fear of failure, just wasn't their style. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and for more Words You Never Heard, check out my podcast at wordsyounneverheard.com. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. And if you've just joined us, well, I'm sharing with listeners some fabulous small steps which uh, everyone can take to create massive positive results. And this is in the, uh, the second in a series of three shows. And so far, we've covered um, some uh, four really great ideas with still more to come. Now, if you'd like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to Toginet and listen or download from my show page, and you can also find them on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. Okay, so we've got to get back into the next small step which we can all take to create fabulous results in our lives. And this one is doing what you love and loving what you do. So what do I mean by this? Sounds pretty, you know, simple really. Uh, and, it, and I mean exactly what it says. Give up doing things just because it pays you a salary or because someone else thought it was best for you or because it's all you think you can do. Mm, that's a big one. That's where a lot of people get stuck. You do it because you think it's all you can do and you are so off the mark if that's what you're thinking. You need to start living from the heart. Yeah. And wouldn't that be great? Uh, I hear a lot of people say, but Geraldine, it's just not impossible. There are bills to pay, rent and house payments to make, food, school fees, 
you know, utilities, et cetera, et cetera. So I really have to continue what I'm doing even though I'm unhappy doing it or we'll go under. And, yes, I know all of this because I've been there myself at one point or other in my life. And the real issue here is, and I know this may sound very harsh, but these are just the excuses we keep telling ourselves and even more importantly, believing. So is it really possible to do what we love and love what we do and make ends meet at the same time or create financial security? Yes, it is. And the place to begin is to define and own your unique gifts and talents. I mean, defining your uniqueness is vital to you creating massive results. Believing and living your uniqueness not only grows your self-esteem and self-worth, but also brings happiness success in so many magical ways, ways you never dreamed possible. You know, many of my clients tell me that if they knew what they were meant to be doing in life, then they would happily go out and do it or live it, but they just don't know. So once again, it's all about asking the right questions. And by asking the right questions, you build a a beautiful picture of you and why you're here and what you can share with those around you and in the world as a whole, really. So you need to start asking yourself things like, well, what do I like about me? What am I good at? And, And for heaven's sake... Don't get all shy and say, you know, I'm not good at anything and uh, you know how we tell ourselves a little. Remember the pity party? Yes, so no pity parties here. You know very well what you're good at and and you would know what your friends would tell you about you. You know, if somebody said to them, what is, I don't know, Mary Smith great at? I'm just making up a name here. And I bet they could tell you all the things that are unique about you. So go and ask a friend who you know will be truly honest with you and tell you what it is. And then ask yourself, what is it that I just love to be engrossed in? I mean, I love to write and I love music and I love metaphysics. So, you know, I'm doing what I love and loving what I do. Um, or the other thing could be, what do you love to learn about and do? You know, your special interests. And there may be just be hobbies at the moment, but they're hobbies that could turn into something much bigger. And what do you love to share with others and what brings meaning to your life? So there's also that chance too, and I bet you've uh, heard it, but you've pushed it to one side. Quite often our unconscious mind is, is, you know, broadcasting to us little messages or not so little messages about what you should be doing in life or not. No, I shouldn't use the word should. That's not a good word. But what you would be really great at doing. And the universe is quite often pressing your buttons to say, come on, let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. 
And eventually, if you don't listen, well, guess what? Yeah, things fall in a heap and then you have to listen. (laughs) So it might be a good idea to get going on that listening bit before that happens. (laughs) So then ask yourself one final question. Uh, What is the one thing I've always longed to do but have never found the courage to actually step out and achieve it? And if you can answer that, mm, I guarantee you, you'll be well underway, okay? So if your uniqueness is still not jumping out at you, then go back to your childhood and think about all the things you love to do and to play. Because in childhood, you don't think about what anybody else is thinking or, you know, you just do your thing. Another way to approach this is to write out the life that you definitely don't want to lead and expand on this. There, Because within you writing this down, there are little clues that will help you unravel the things that you do want to do, okay? Every single person on this planet has a uniqueness that not one other person on the planet can possibly possess. Every single person also has a dream that they would love to see come true. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Something that only he or she can give to the world. Now, not everyone will admit this, but it is a truth. Otherwise, as I said, you wouldn't be here. But once you've embraced your giftedness and have chosen to live it, Oh, wow. (laughs) Life truly begins to sizzle with success and happiness in all areas of your life. This uniqueness allows you to make your dream a reality. Truly, it does. And um, it's a wonderful step towards loving self. Now, you don't have to live lives that others have told you to live. No, you just embrace your one-of-a-kind uniqueness and things will really start to happen. So how do you go about this? Well, number one, happily tell others of your gifts and then share them. Um, I, I guess you have to begin to see yourself as a gift to the world. Now, you know what happens to those who give, don't you? Yes. Everything returns to the multiplied. So once you start giving of yourself in this unique and beautiful way, haha, the magic happens. And just start with baby steps. Maybe doing some things in your spare time and expanding from there. So you're not, you know, I'm not saying give up your job and run and do something else because financially that's usually not possible. But you can start with baby steps and and build on it and build on it until you um, can slowly move back. I know for me that's exactly what I did. I started and I worked, you know, I did it one day a week and I worked four days. And then slowly I was able to bring the work days back uh, to shorter amounts of time as my business grew. And... The next thing, how you go about this is stop accepting less than you deserve and knowing without a doubt that you deserve it all. Yes. 
how do you know this? Well, or how do you discover this? Well, firstly, by writing yourself a love letter. Imagine you were universe or God or, and write the most beautiful and amazing love letter to you. What would it include? Hmm. Well, that's up to you entirely. <laughs> and secondly, and most importantly, you have to know that the divine essence that resides within in you, um, and, and if you ask it for its help, it will actually listen. This is your guidance system. And quite often it's yelling at you before you actually hear what it has to say. And it's the perfect way of following your heart and knowing what you're meant to be doing. Now, remember that you're not out to save the world in all of this. All you need to do is focus on self, focus on you. And I know it's difficult not to become involved in all that's happening in the world, the negative stuff. But all I can say is that, guess what? The more you focus on the negative that's occurring, then the more life you're giving it and you're helping it to expand and grow. So steer clear of it if you possibly can, okay? And look, if you can do what you love and love what you do, the doors will fly open or the floodgates will open and you will be amazed at what happens because it truly is a way to lead you perfectly into uh, creating massive positive results in your life. And that's what you're wanting to do, isn't it? We want to be happy. We want to be happier and more successful in everything that we do. And if you're not expanding and growing in that direction, guess what? You're expanding and growing into uh, having lack and limitation in your life rather than prosperity and abundance, which we all want and we all deserve. So I want you to put these little steps into action and really start to make it happen in your life. And as I said, it's the perfect thing before we go into 2017. Now, after the break, I've got another step to share with you. So hang tight, everybody. I can't wait to share this one with you. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's marching down the By the time this show is over, you'll blink at least 30 times. The average person normally blinks about 20 times per minute, or 17,000 times a day. A faster rate usually indicates anxiety or emotional stress. What's the word for someone who blinks a lot? A squint of FIGO. FBI agents have identified a specific type of blink that they directly associate with gamma staying. That's a person who tends toward deception and fraud. Attorneys, also known as pedophoggers, look for blinking when they have people on the stand. The eyelash flutter means they really do not like the question at all. Women blink more than men, but when a man blinks at a woman, he always appreciates a wink back. What's another word for flirting? Hazelkoo. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Sodium intake can be problematic because most Americans have way too much. The recommended sodium intake is 2,300 milligrams a day, but the average intake in the U.S. is 3,400 milligrams a day. Sodium attracts fluid and too much leads to hypertension, which raises your chances of having a stroke, heart failure or heart attack, and kidney disease. Table salt is definitely a culprit of high sodium intake, but there are other seemingly unseen ways to take sodium in. Sports drinks, energy drinks, and sodas all have high sodium levels. Macaroni and cheese, seasoned rice, and other boxed meals contain high amounts of sodium, along with processed meats, especially if they have been cured, smoked, or canned. Restaurant food is also a huge offender. Eating fresh food at home is your best offense. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And I am sharing with you today a few small steps that can create massive positive results for you in your life. And today we've already covered, you know, number one must remain, always remain number one, and doing what you love and loving what you do. And my last little step for today is keep your dream a secret. Hmm. And I really want to explain this because this is really, really important. And not a lot of people know about this one. But before we get into it, I want us to have a little time of meditation. You know how I believe this is very important. In fact, it's vital um, to your health and well-being. So that's what we're going to do. And this song for today that we're using for our meditation is called Butterfly Wings. And this is all about your dreams and how they happen in your life. So uh, particularly how they'll happen if you start to put into place all these steps that I'm sharing with you. But before we do that, I want you just to sit back and relax and take a nice deep breath in and out. If you feel comfortable, just, you know, either close your eyes or put your gaze down. And I want you to connect to the music, but I also want you to connect to the words because that's part of the meditation, okay? So if you're ready, here we go right now. Here's our meditation song, Butterfly Wings. Have you looked in awe and wonder at 
the movie screen of life But thought that you would never find A dream that feels just right Dreams are like butterfly wings They grow from the inside out Well, I hope you enjoyed our meditation song for today, Butterfly Wings. It's a great little song to remind us that um, unless we take some of these small steps, we won't create those dreams that we really long to see become a reality 
in our lives. And we still have one step to go for today. I want to share you with you, though, my today's note to self first. And it says, tuck your dream within your heart, nurture it with feelings of joy, and watch the magic happen. Simple little note, but ever so true. And now I want to share with you about keep your dreams a secret. So what do I mean by this? Well, I guess the very best way to explain this is by referring to Mother Nature, as I do all the time, (laughs) and giving an example of how this works in the world of the wild duck, would you believe? Yes, sounds a little out there, but just go with me on this one, and I'm sure it will become clear very shortly. And ducks are amazing at finding the perfect place to lay their eggs uh, right away from anyone or anything that may interfere with the hatching and the raising of their little, you know, ducklings. They will protect this space from all prying eyes whilst the eggs are incubating and hatching and not share their secret dream with the world. Okay, are you starting to get this? Yeah. The only time they leave the nest is uh, to keep themselves nourished in order to do what needs to be done. And even when they leave the nest to, to eat or whatever, they still don't tell anybody where they are. Within their eggs lie the dream of their very own family. And the first you actually know of this dream becoming a reality is when the mother and father duck proudly walk their little family to the nearest water for the ducklings to learn the art of swimming and feeding. Even then, the parents shelter and protect their little family at all costs, knowing that even when the dream has just begun to blossom, it still needs to be nurtured. Now, this is the perfect example of how our dreams need to be protected and nurtured until they begin to blossom and grow into our reality. So many people share their dreams and goals and desires with everyone around them and then wonder why it never seems to happen. Well, I would love to share with you just a few insights into why you really need to become the mother or father duck when it comes to your secret dreams and desires. First and foremost, um, you have to keep the energy safe and secure around your dream. Everything is energy and vibration. And if we go telling everyone what we wish to manifest, we scatter or disperse the energy around it so it becomes way less potent. By holding your dream within your heart, you're not spreading the energy around it, but actually making it stronger and far more powerful. Remember the ducks? They kept this dream a secret until it had actually manifested into reality. And you need to do the same. See your dream safe within an egg as it grows and becomes all it can be before it's hatched and steps out into the world. Now, as you can imagine, this, is a, this allows absolute focus without interference from others. Okay? It stops 
you giving others the chance to put down your dream and stomp on your parade. And there are so many people out there who seem to make it their business to want to do this. Okay, now, and keeping your dream a secret allows you to work at it quietly to gain confidence in manifesting it into your reality. Keep reminding yourself about the ducks, their secret nest, quietly sitting on the eggs until they're hatched and trusting in the process. How do you go about this? Write out your dream and pop it somewhere that only you can see. Make a dream board or a vision board and place it where only your eyes can see it. And make time every day to live within the dream just as the ducks sat on their nest. Okay? And you do this by simply bringing your awareness to your heart and feel the feelings that you will feel once the dream has become a reality. And quietly take little steps every day towards your desired outcome. Oh my goodness, it's now time to finish the show for this week. I've loved sharing with you today some of my simple steps to massive positive results and I hope you've enjoyed them too. Yes, one more radio show before Christmas, but now I can connect this. Remember, I'm going to start Christmas tree decorations, baking, and quite a lot of time walking out in nature and making sure that my spirit is ready for this, for Christmas as well. Have a great week, everybody. A million blessings of happiness, love, and peace to all. Have a fabulous week. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime... You can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why